Well, let's be upstanding. I'm so excited to be able to announce, even right now, something very new and special, but not that new and special, because he's been around for a while. But let's welcome Hugh as he comes to bring the word. Come on. Worship team, what an amazing presence you ushered in. Seriously, seriously, seriously good. We're gonna put this the right way. Why don't you grab your communion? Let's start with that. Because it says, of as often as we gather together, that we're to break bread and take wine. Can I get the first picture shortly now these things are hard to do when you've got a mic in your hand could you put that first picture up please today I've got a new piece of furniture delivered. It's a 300 year old beam of wood. No nails. Well, there were some nail holes, some saw holes. Actually, it's Jane's piece of furniture. We found it in one of the shops just up down the road. Two of us lifted it in and struggled. It's a beautiful piece of timber about 2.4 metres long, about 35 centimetres wide and about 10 centimetres deep, a bit, bit deeper than that, 12 centimetres, 15 centimetres deep. It's a big chunk of timber. Two of us, we got it in. Can I have the next picture, please? That picture there. It's a painting that we have. It's a little bit bigger. In case you can't see it, it's Jesus on the cross. Two of us struggled getting that piece of timber in. And as I sat down after I put the painting there, I haven't attached it to the wall yet, I realised that Jesus carried a piece of timber. that for our burdens he carried that so that we could be free Floor 
you soak in the presence of the risen Lord. So go ahead and take the elements, his broken bone, his broken body, and the blood, the blood that he shared. Jesus I thank you for dying on the cross for us I thank you that you shed your body and shed your blood so that we could have freedom I thank you for what you have done for us and what you continue to do each and every day Amen Well, a couple of weeks ago, Todd was up talking and he talked about taking territories. He said, we need to take territory back. And something triggered in my head, something triggered in my body. I got angry. There was other words I'd like to use, but I'm not allowed to use those. It's like that stuff that you get buried under snow, you know. I got really angry about it. I got angry about territories. I got angry about the territories that we've lost. I got angry about families that have had hardship. I've got angry about lives that have been stolen before their time. I got angry that people's dreams had been squashed, that you know people had been preparing and going on doing life and things were good and marriages were good and then 2020 happened and things got snuffed out. Ministries got changed, lives got changed. Lives were ended way earlier than they should have been. There was a massive depression that crossed our country, crossed the world. I got angry, I got indignant. Said this shouldn't be happening. Todd had said we need to take territories back. He's talked about Munta, he's talked about the things there. But I was angry. I was going, what does this mean? What does it mean to take our territories back? What does it mean to have the freedom that Jesus died on that cross for, for us every day? What does it mean for us to influence other people? What does it mean that our lives matter? What does it mean that what we talk about and what we do on a daily basis is meant to affect others? talk about territories and what it means to get those territories back and I'm going to use two heroes in the Bible one that you all know he's mentioned often he's written many books his name is King David and another was only mentioned three times and his name is Jabez Let's talk about David in gaining territories back. In 1 Samuel 30, the story of David, he'd been out fighting a war that happened when David, yeah, please put that up. 
It happened when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day. The Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag, attacked Ziklag and burned it with fire. And he had taken away the women and those who were there from small to great. They didn't kill anybody, they took them as slaves, but carried away, carried them away and went with them. So David and his men came home and there it was, burned with fire. Their wives, their sons, their daughters were gone and all the wealth of his nation were taken away. Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. you but I can relate to the weeping that everything that had been stripped away everything that they had was taken away and they wept they wept weeping until all the weeping was depleted there was no tears left. The next verse. Now, David was greatly distressed. <laughs> You've just come back. You've found your village, your wives, your children, your family, everything you've got, the cattle, everything is gone. And he was greatly distressed. I reckon that's an understatement. But he was greatly distressed. But then he was afraid that the people that were left would stone him because they would blame him. They would blame him because they were all grieving. Are there people you know that could be grieving? But then the Lord strengthened David. <laughs> the Lord strengthened them. And in next verse... But then David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go after the troop? Shall I overtake them? And the Lord answered him, Pursue them, for surely overtake them, and without fail you will recover it all. The Lord has made a promise to David, Go and get your territory back. Go and get the things that you I know that are yours. Go and get them back and it will not fail. There's a bunch of verses that follow it that tell the story that 600 men went out. But after a little way, 200 of them were too tired to continue. 400 went on. And I love the next part. In verses 18 to 20. Then David... There's other verses in there. Yeah, David attacked them. It's okay. 18 to 20. David recovered all the Amalekites had taken and rescued his two wives. Nothing of theirs was missing, whether small or great, son or daughter, spoil or anything that had been taken. David recovered it all. He recovered the flocks, the herds, the jewels, everything. And the Lord said, this is David's spoil. 
he got his territory back. And then, oh wow, it gets harder up here. He did an amazing thing. He shared the spoil with the 400 and also with the 200 that were left that didn't go because it was part of their inheritance. But he also gave gifts of great wealth to all the people of the land that they went through. He shared it with people of different races. He shared the wealth of the nation with many others. David inquired of the Lord, was told to go, and he got his territory back. Let's talk about Jabez. Go to 1 Chronicle 4 and 10. Jabez was born, and his mother named him Jabez because she had a difficult childbirth, and it caused her great pain. Jabez means to be in pain. But Jabez prayed to the Lord and he said, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. Let's have a look carefully and analyse what that verse means. That you would bless me. Jabez knew that his God believed, the God that he believed in is the source of all blessing. Jehovah Jireh. I am your provider, the source of all blessing. He knew that he knew that he knew. He asked God to bless him. And the blessing's more than the material goods, more than filling your wallet up, more than that. The blessing is good relationships. The blessing is peace of mind. The blessing is a compassionate heart. The blessing is a gentle demeanour, among other things. God blesses us with spiritual as well as material blessings when we ask Him, when we know that He's our provider. He says, and enlarge my territory. There it is. The territory does not always mean a physical land. Jabez was more concerned about making an impact for the kingdom of God, for the changes he could make working with God. Jabez prayed that God would enlarge the territory of his heart, that it may overflow from him to those around him. Jabez asked, let your hand be with me. And Jabez recognised his limited and feeble nature as a man, that he could only do so much but he knew that he needed God's help to gain the territory. He knew that God was all powerful, so he's asked God's hand to be with him. Just as David said, the Lord said, I will be with you to guide him on the right path, to hold him throughout his journey. In this line, Jabez recognises the blessing can only be good things when it comes to God's hand. Without God's hand leading you, It's a waste. And he says, keep me from harm so that I'll be free from pain. In this line, Jabez makes a reference to his own name. The Hebrew word for Jabez, the cause of pain. And he said, that I will cause no pain. 
He renounced the awful meaning of his own name. He asked God to free him from harm. So when we pray, how do we pray like Jabez? Because God granted him what he asked for. God was honoured in the prayer of Jabez. He asked for the right things from God with the right attitude as he prayed. An expansion of territory truly puts a smile on God's face. He wants us to expand. He wants us to expand to the left and the right. But when we take territory and we have revival for transformation, let me read something from you. Who knows about the Argentinian revival, 1949? through South America in the most amazing of ways. A gentleman by the name of Edward Williams in 1948 he went to Mendoza and wanted to start a revival so he put up a tent and had a revival meeting and no one turned up for the first night and no one turned up for the second night and for 14 days they had the revival tent they had some music and they had some preaching but no one turned up with his tail between his legs he and his wife went back to their house and said well we've given it all we've got but there's nothing and the Lord said to him Edward would you consider fasting and praying so Edward fasted and prayed and nothing happened. And he fasted and prayed and nothing happened. And then he said to the Lord, I will do this for seven days. I will fast everything and pray. But I need revival in the land. And nothing happened. And he went to the Lord. The Lord said, would you consider fasting and praying? So he fasted and prayed and fasted and prayed and nothing happened. And he said, God, how long, how long do I keep this up? And the Lord said, would you consider fasting and praying? <laughs> and then he was building into his store chest. He was building that relationship with God. I'll cut it short because there's things we need to do tonight. And after a six-week period, he had an encounter with the living God. And in his own words, he said this, then one morning, quite unexpectedly, again, that inaudible, audible voice. You know that little voice of God that's just talking? It's audible and it's not audible and it's there for you. He said, now I will pour out my spirit upon the church. Go tell the people to begin prayer meetings. Tell them to begin Monday night and come prepared to stay from eight o'clock until midnight. If they are not prepared to stay the entire four hours, then do not come at all. And Edward said, I thought it was a strange order from the Lord. Just a little while previously, I'd chosen a most convenient hour for prayer meetings, but no one had come. And now, at a more inconvenient time, with four long hours demanded, they were requested to attend a prayer meeting. Edward said to himself, who of those indifferent folk would be responsive enough to come to a meeting that demands hours of prayer so late at night? 
Not even the city buses ran at that late an hour. This is in the city of Mendoza. The divine order was undramatic, yet clear. It demanded obedience. Honestly, I had not expected a single person to obey. Naaman the leper had expected the prophet Elisha to at least approach him and strike his hand over the place of his affliction. He anticipated a dramatic appearance of some kind, not a mere order. Go wash seven times in the Jordan. Sometimes God speaks to us in a way we're not yet prepared for. I'd expected revival to begin in some spectacular way, not just a call to prayer. However, I soon discovered it was, it's not the order, but the one who gives the order that makes all the difference. God's ways are definitely not our ways. He gave the command and he expected to be obeyed literally. I must confess that I have many doubts. I know my few church people, their lethargy, their lack of interest in the things of God. If there was any response at all, whoa, don't do that. Would you like to sign into something? No. God was beginning, maybe it was a sign, God. God was beginning to teach me the importance of the simple, explicit obedience. In Eden, it was not the quality of fruit, the quantity of the fruit consumed that brought such chaos. It was the quality of the deliberate disobedience of God. So come and pray. The invitation was made to the little church group that followed Sunday. Obedience to it would be difficult to fulfill. The cold winter weather, the unheated building, lack of transportations. Three people came out on that Monday night to join my wife and I, a timid servant lass, a backslidden Christian worker, and his shy young wife. Not one of the three had ever been filled with the Holy Spirit or heard much about him. The small church, and many like it in Argentina at that time, had never experienced the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. We spent some, some time the first night instructing them according to scriptures. Then all five of us lead, lead, knelt before the Lord in prayer. The total, absen, sorry, the total ob, absolute silence reigned supreme. Four hours of silence. I led out in prayer, praise and song, but no one joined me. I asked if anyone had received any impulse or direction from the Lord that would call for any cooperation on one's part. Everyone answered the negative except for the young, shy wife. She very shyly admitted to a strange desire to walk to the table in the centre of the room and hit it. However, that was entirely too preposterous for her to do. She was far too proud to even consider such a thing. She merely, merely commented that would be foolish. On this note, the first prayer meeting ended. I went before the Lord. I'd fulfilled his command. Nothing happened. What would he do now? The Lord said, wait and gather again together for prayer. The next night, the same five people gathered and the same thing happened. He asked, did anybody feel anything? Again, the shy young lady said, I felt like I should hit the table, but I can't do that. I was attacked by many doubts. The third night, the same thing happened. The fourth night, the same thing happened. So I decided I would put a table in the center of the room. And I invited all five of us to walk around the table and as we came around the table, that we would hit on the table. 
So as we started praying and walking, we hit on the table. And then the shy young lass, her time to come. She hit on the table and the fire of God broke out in that room as she hit that table. She fell over in the spirit. People started talking in tongues in the room. A great passion broke out for the Lord that happened that night. The wind of the Spirit came through the room. The backslidden, rebellious man who had constantly resisted the call of God in his life fell under the table laughing hysterically. We didn't realise it at the time, but that was the day of the beginning of the coming of the Holy Spirit, not only to us, but the whole of Argentina and all of South America. It began as an outpouring of the Holy Spirit that would in time reach into the farthest corners of our great country an act of simple obedience. That day God set in motion the forces to change the vast, idolatrous, unbelieving country and make it a Christian nation. The wisdom of God put naught to the wisdom of men. The act of obedience to the prompting of the Holy Spirit removed the last obstacle of the flow of the mighty river of God. It was early June, 1949, and the river from heaven began to flow into the city of Mendoza in Argentina. Precisely, it was the same city, the only city in Argentina that 100 years earlier had accepted and listened to Alan Gardner who laid down his life for Argentina. There was a previous revival 100 years before they dug the well where wells needed to be dug in the 100 year history like what we're entering into now the well was dug and we can open it when Daryl was up worshiping and said we're going to learn a new song come come down and dance some of you thought that's too preposterous for me I'm not going to come and dance I'm going to sit in my chair and I'm going to do these little ones that was me <laughs> not too, too preposterous to come and dance but it was a call from the Lord and tonight in the time we have left we're actually going to call for prayer and some of you mightn't have come down the front to pray. You might just be praying at home. But tonight we're going to come together in a corporate prayer, calling out to take our territory back, to take our lives back, to take our people back. The same as what happened in Argentina when they took a country back. They took a country back that we have that opportunity in Australia. The things of all, you know, God has lined the plans out for what's happened at Moonsa. You walk up and put your hands on that building, you go, what is this? We couldn't get to go inside because we couldn't find a key. I tried these ones and they didn't work. But God is really doing something. He's, he, everything is lined up. A hundred year history hundred year history here it's the same the wells have been dug 
tonight, we're going to invite you to come and pray, to join us in prayer. A revival was started in prayer. Every revival is started in prayer. I said at the start, I, I, I got angry. And I want our territory back. I want our territory back. I want our territory back. At least one of you is excited. I'm going to pray first. And then we're going to invite you, you to come up. This may go a while tonight. We thank you on live stream for being with us and you can pray in your house. You can stand in your house and pray for the territory back because we're going to pray. So Father God, we thank you that you want us to have our territory back. We thank you the territory is important to you. We thank you the lives are important to you. Father, we pray over the church in Munta. The Munta Minds Church, Father, we pray for your grace. We thank you that you have provided a way for us to purchase that building, that we can open up the ancient mines, Father, the 100-year history of the revival in Munta, the same, Father, as the 100-year history of the revival in Argentina, a revival that changed all of Argentina, all of South America, and across to the end of the world. Father, that we in South Australia, we in this great South land, Father, that we would be part of that journey. We thank you that we are part of what you're calling us. We thank you for the destiny on this church, on this house, on Field of Dreams Church. We thank you for the revival fires breaking out in South Australia. We thank you for the revival fires that are breaking out, not only here, Father, but they will be sparks and we will send those fires out to other parts of South Australia, Father, to the North Coast, the South Coast, to the different peninsulas, to the borders, across border town, into the other states of Australia, Father, into Victoria, Father, into New South Wales, into the ACT in the Northern Territory, even Western Australia, Father, we bless them and we pray that this would it would go to Queensland and Tasmania and Father would jump the ditch and go to New Zealand. The revival fires from the Great South Land, Father, we thank you for the opportunity for, for Moon to Minds. We thank you for what you have already set in action and we take control, we take that command. Father, we thank you for what you are doing right now in this house. We thank you, Father, that even the shy young lass would come up and pray today, Father, and we would see a heavenly outbreak in not only in this place, but in Munta and beyond. Father, we thank you in Jesus' mighty name. So what we're gonna do, if you're sitting in your chair and you think, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna come out there, I'd be too embarrassed. God wants to change that tonight. He wants to see you come and punch that table. And like what happened on that night, I'm believing tonight there will be a fresh wind of the Holy Spirit that will invade not only this place, but your homes, your cars on the way home. Here, your cars, your families, the people you see tomorrow, that the outpouring of the Holy Spirit is going to be like a wildfire. So you feel... Come and pray.
Come and pray. amazing time. We can encourage people obviously to pray publicly. Um, how many of you know it's good to be active when you pray? And how many of you know it's good for us to be in a place of agreement when people pray? So I'm going to ask people to stand to your feet. If you don't want to stand up, you don't need to, but it's all it's much better to engage if we're standing. That's the first thing. Second thing is this is going to be an open mic. So we're going to hand the mic to people. Um, the only rule is don't pray a prayer that's going to keep us here until 11 o'clock. Okay, so short and sharp declarations and prayers that we can then agree with and then we can pass it on to somebody else. And just to let you guys know, I would say that at least a third of the people in here are gonna pray tonight, including the interns. So if you're an intern, get your prayer ready. But just short and sharp. So Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we just agree with everything that Hugh has just prayed. And we thank you, God, that it is our time in South Australia for kingdom territory to be taken in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now that there would be no hindrance, no spirit of sabotage would even come, be even to be able to come close to anything connected to the advancement of your kingdom because your kingdom rules and you reign above all things. And so, Father, we thank you for that. We thank you for the souls that will be one in South Australia. We thank you for the souls that will be one on the York Peninsula. We thank you for the angels that will be released. We thank you for the songs of heaven that will flood the land and bring a fresh revival up and down the coast, but up and down the York and up and down the whole state and up and down the nation. Father, we thank you that South Australia is a catalyst and will be a catalyst for that wildfire revival, for that outpouring over the whole of the nation. So we give you glory, honour and praise for that in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. People are going to pray, just agree with their prayers. It's cool. Okay, guys, you need to come and start queuing so we can go one after the other. So start to come down. I know everyone's a little bit reluctant, but just literally just come down and just start to pray so we can just pass the mic down to the past people. Come, if you're gonna, you know you're gonna pray, so come. Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we just thank 
come to pray guys come up to the table and let's keep it moving through go father we just thank you that you are the god of restoration yeah and lord you tell us in your word isaiah 58 verse 12 your people rebuild the ancient ruins and raise up the age-old foundations thank you lord for restoring and rebuilding in jesus name. lord i declare that yours is the kingdom It's happening. Come on, let's get involved. Let's cheer. Come on. We call in the prayers of the forefathers that have gone before in the York Peninsula. We join with them, Father, in the witness, Father, of what you destined to be. We unplug the wells. We call forth those prayers, Lord, and let them be according to your will. For such a time as this, we are born. For such a time as this, they will be opened and your glory will be seen in Jesus' name. Come on. Thank you, Lord, for this invitation that you're issuing to us to come and um, reignite the revival fires in South Australia and in this area. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. Uh, Lord, we thank you that you do not invite us to do things that you aren't going to fulfil. And, uh, and, and Lord, we, uh, we take up this offer uh, and pray that you'd pour out your spirit in this in this state um, amen let's agree with them like come on I come call on. to the silent places up and down your peninsula I call you to raise your voice to I call for the sound waves to go out from Muta Mind Church I call those of sound waves of the praise of the Lord to go out and beyond, out and beyond to all those silent places that have been silent in the Spirit for these hundred years or so. Now all those places that have been silent in the Spirit, you are going to shout. You are going to pray. You are going to call the name of the Lord and the Lord's going to be glorified. 
Father, we thank you for the new wine. We thank you for the overflow. We thank you that we know that this is the Ephesians 3.10 time, that through your church, your manifold wisdom and authority will be made known to the powers and principalities in the heavenly realms. We thank you, Father, that just as you called order out of chaos in the beginning, your people are now going to call order out of chaos in this day. Amen. Father, we thank you that you are stretching tent pegs wide, Lord. We take back the territory, Father, that you have destined for us. And we thank you, Lord, for the angelic activity that is just waiting for us to inhabit that area, Father God. We thank you for the plans and the destinies that you've assigned to that church and to the people in the community and to the communities that surround and to the rest of the peninsula, Father God. We thank you for your power that is going to move by your spirit through the people that inhabit that land. We thank you, Father, for this destiny opportunity, Father. We team with you right now and we thank you for your plans and purposes, Father. We bless that place. We take it in the spirit already, Father God. We thank you that you have prepared this place for us in advance, Jesus. And we work with you. We team with you. We love you, Lord. And will you help us to make an impact on that place in Jesus' name. We speak to the wells across this, this state, and yes. in, the, in the churches across this state, and we call you unplugged in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And we speak an unrolling of the cover, a pulling back of the covers of religion that have, that have um, suffocated the, the, um, uh, the work of the Holy Spirit in this place. And we just call a fire hydrant of living water to just Ooh. come out of come across on. the churches in this place. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Thank you, Lord, that you said in your word, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And Muncha and all those surrounding countries and towns are yours. And Father, you have given us custody over these things to stand and to represent Jesus. Father, let there be light in the darkness. Let there be light. And Father, all those that are crying out for life, Lord, we pray, Lord Jesus, that you answer the prayers of the saints that have gone before, that you answer the prayers of the saints that are crying out now. And Father, we speak life, light into those areas, Lord. And Father, we speak a canopy over South Australia, a canopy over Moonshire and all those surrounding towns. And we speak life into the industries too, where the industries have died, Lord, as your people come forth and stand on that land. Let the riches come up from the, the very earth to bring um, prosperity to your people and glory to our God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you for the Moonshire Minds Church and I thank you that it's ours in Jesus' name. Thank you for the outpouring that is going to come, Lord, in Moonshire and all over Australia, Lord God. Father God, I take back our freedoms right now in Jesus' name that have been taken away from us. And Lord, just like David, where you um, he went forth and he recovered all, Lord God, your word says that you are no respecter of persons and what you will do for one, you will do for all, Father God. And I just ask you, Lord God, to restore everything the enemy stolen from us in Jesus' name, even better than it was before, Lord God. Father, I thank you for the foundation that has been set by our forefathers. I thank you that they're, they're steadfast, they're, they're stronghold on that place. And Father, um, 
Joel, it says, I will pay you for the years the locusts have eaten, the great locusts and the young locusts, the other locusts and the locust swarms. My great army that I sent among you, you will have plenty to eat until you are full and you will praise the name of the Lord your God who has worked wonders for you. Never again will my people be shamed. Then you will know that I am Israel, that I am the Lord your God and there is no other. Never again will my people be shamed and we call back. We call back Munta. Lord, we give you all the praise and the glory and the power and that church that Muta mines is holy ground. And we just give you praise and glory, Father God, that that land is yours and the rightful owner is you, Father God, and you will bring the right person to come and take ownership of that. For your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. For you are powerful, God, and nothing, no nothing will stop. No man, nothing will stop you from your will being done. We just give you praise and glory and honour. We honour you, we glorify you. You are King of kings, you are Lord of lords. And we give you praise, honour and glory. Amen. Keep coming to pray. Keep coming to pray. We say we hear you, O ancient wells. We hear you crying out to be awoken. We hear you crying out to be outpouring once again. Lord, we say we come and we partner with you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for all of the forefathers that went ahead. We thank you, Jesus, for every single salvation that you have done within our state. We thank you for every single healing, every single miracle, every single song of praise, every single sacrifice unto you that has gone ahead in Munta, in that town. Lord Jesus, we just honour every single person that you have touched and every single time that you have moved. And Lord Jesus, we just say that we hear the crying out of these wells and we partner with you, O ancient wells, in the eternal song in Jesus' name. Keep involved. Keep praying with them. Joining in prayer when we stand in agreement, the prayers that rise up, we stand in agreement. Thank you, Yeshua, for the cross. We thank you, Lord, for you shed your blood on that cross here for this land. This is a blood-soaked land that you shed on the cross 2,000 years ago. You purchased this land with your crop, with your blood, Lord. And this, we declare, this land belongs to you. This land belongs to you. It doesn't belong to anyone else. And you give it to this, to your people, Lord, as an inheritance. It doesn't belong to anyone else. We declare this land is your inheritance. The church in Munta was birthed through the cross. You through your blood, Lord. You raised up the saints in Munta. Hallelujah. We declare the church in Munta belongs to you and no one else. Hallelujah. And you've given it to us. And so, Lord, we, we take the territory, Lord. We take the territory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, we praise you. We praise you that this great Southland of the Holy Spirit 
is going to fill, fulfill her destiny. Yeah, holy God, we just thank you, Lord, for the work you're doing, the wells you're opening up, Father God, Lord, we just, yes, Lord, we just want to see your glory fall, Father God, Lord, we just thank you for Muta, we know that it's only the one of many, it's the first of many to come, we just want to give you all the glory, all the praise. Woo, come on, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I declare victory over that region. In the mighty name of Jesus, I dismantle every demonic stronghold. Every high place I pull down in the name of Yeshua. Thank you, Lord God, as your bride we step on the head and crush the skull of the enemy. Thank you, Lord God, for the victory. Demolish every stronghold in the mighty name of Jesus with your blood. Amen.
that that, that this living will be fulfilled, Lord. We thank you. Come on, it's rising, it's rising, it's rising, it's rising. Come on, it's rising. This is not a time to be quiet. This is a time to be singing His praises. Lord, that we would we would start to go to a depth in Australia that we have never gone to before, Lord, in the spirit, that we would be building line upon line and going higher than we've ever gone. Lord, just like I, I see happening in America, Lord, where they are building off like insanely deep wells, Lord. Lord, may, may we be building those ourselves so that we would then be able to um, export to the world the things that you have for us as Australians. And Lord, with that, I also pray, Lord, that you would be building our identity as Australians so, like, just so much deeper than ever before, that we would know who we are as a people, that we'd be proud of who we are as a people, Lord. And Lord, that you would, you would just take us to the next level in this. We so need it, Lord. We so need it, Lord. Cause Australians to become strong in you, Lord, and not weak, God. Cause us to be strong in you, Father. Build in, build that in us in this next wave of revival, we pray. And may that be happening at Munta also, Lord. Amen.
Father God, for all those pews to be filled with people that will worship you. I thank you, Father God, that they will be filled to overflowing, that the roof will be lifted off with worship and glory to you, Father God, Jesus, our Lord, our Saviour. Lord, there is a well that will that will just swell up and it will there will be a gusher. Lord, it will be a gusher that will flow up over the central of Australia and out over the top and out over the east and the west coast and there will be revival in Australia and the fire of God, just the fire of your fire, Lord. Thank you that we partner with you, Lord. Come on, come on. Thank you, Heavenly Father. You are the Ancient One. You are the Holy One. You are the Lord of armies. You are the first and the last. You are the beginning and the end. You are the one who was and is and who is to come. And nothing can stop your will. No one can stop your will. No one can stop the hand of the Lord when the Lord breathes on something. No one can stop it. We thank you, Father. We thank you for Munta. We thank you, Father, that your will be done. And let our will be to do your will, Father. Let our will be to do your will, Father. And let your will be done. And let Muta be the beginning of a transformation, a revolution, Father. Shockwaves that go around the world and into the heavens, Father, to bring glory to your name. No other, Lord, than to bring glory to your name and show the world what true love is. We declare the drought in the great Southland with the Holy Spirit over. In the name of Jesus, we declare that the outpouring of the Spirit that brings the billion soul harvest open and ready and to manifest on. on the earth. In the name of Jesus, Come we on. declare a youth revival. We declare an indigenous revival. We declare a revival of generations that have never seen an outpouring of God. We declare a renewal in the generations that have seen an outpouring of God. We see the manifest destiny of the Church of Australia, the Church of South Australia, and the church, this church, these people, and everyone individually. Manifest destiny of revival for each and every one of us. We declare that right now in the name of Jesus. Woo! Woo! Lord, we thank you for the ways you have made our hearts restless. Restless to see you work in this nation. Restless to see you work in this state. Restless to see you work in taking forward what is your very clear word to us about Munta. So Lord, we thank you that we our confidence is rightly and fully in you. And we just, as it were, place our foot, I encourage you, put your foot forward onto the land of Munta, Mines Church. And Lord, we, do, we take forward in spirit now, together with you, uh, a, a laying hold of the many words you've spoken to us about the Munta Mines Church and about the revival that you want to bring in that place and in this state and indeed right across the nation. But we lay claim to your word tonight 
Lord, you've made it clear so many ways. And we thank you that you always, that you have revealed to us in what you have shown us about Munta, that this is your heart. So we just join with your heart and we thank you, Lord, for giving us this property. We thank you, Lord, for your blessing on the Uniting Church as they consider our application. We ask your spirit would rest over them, hover over them and, and reveal to them your heart. And we bless them in Jesus' name. I release the voice of the Lord that has been bottled up in Muta, the voice, the voice that has been bottled up by religion, by deception, due to, to burst forward and release the truth from heaven that was that God wants to release into this state, through this nation, to remind us, to wake us up, to take hold of our destiny as the great Southland of the Holy Spirit. Woo. a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Lift up your heads, O gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Father God, I, de I declare and decree Psalm 2 verse 8. You say, ask of me and I will give you the nations as your inheritance and the, and the uttermost part of the earth as your possession. So tonight in unity and in one voice, we ask for that church at Munta to be given to fill our dream. And we ask also for finance to come in and also the revival to come together in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father, that you have given us the Church of Munta. Thank you that you are almighty, that you are the God who created heaven and earth. You have um, a plan for this region, God, and we thank you so much that that will be only the beginning of um, many more and the, the space won't be enough for people to come in and stream in and uh, people who seek you and experience you, the space won't be enough. The space won't be enough and it will be only the beginning. Thank you, God.
Father, we thank You. We thank You, Father God, that it's Australia's time. It is Australia's time for a great revival. We thank You, Father God, that it is Australia's time to break through. We thank You for what You are doing in Munta. We thank You for revival fires that will be lit right across this nation. We thank You for signs, wonders, miracles. We thank You for things of health. We thank You that the sick will be healed. Lord, when Jesus came into cities, everybody who came to Him, they were healed. We thank You that it is Australia's time. It is Australia's time to stand up, to take territory, to win territory. We thank You for the lives that will be changed through this outbreak of God in this land. We thank You in Jesus' Name. Amen. Um, One more. I want to share a dream that I had about a week ago. It would seem to give confirmation. It's not good enough. Okay. Um, confirmation with what Hugh brought tonight. Because about a week ago or so, I had a dream about a container of water. And there were two coins in the container. And there's one small one that had a feather engraved on it. And one larger one, there were copper coins. And so the large one was like about a penny size. And I had the um, right and the number date 1949 written across it. And um, there were a pair of tongs. And the idea was that the, that one was the one that had to be taken out first. I don't know what the other coin was. But, the, you know, with the container of water and the date 1949, I, I figure that's probably confirmation of some kind of connection between the Argentinian revival and what you brought tonight. And then, yeah. This is just the beginning. This is the beginning of what God is going to do. There is so many people coming to the internship. We're going to need a bigger premise. We have Moonta coming online. That'll be great, but we're gonna need more. That we will dig wells in many places. We will dig the historic wells. All for His glory. For His glory. Father, I thank You for everybody here tonight. I thank You for all of those that are on live stream. Lord, that they will leave this building different than what they came in. Lord, that they would have their own personal revival because revival starts with each of us in our hearts. That even tonight, Father, they would dream great dreams. They would have visions of things to do the new beginnings, Father. From this time forward, Father, that we are claiming territory. We are claiming territory. We are winning this nation back. We are winning this nation back. And Father, I pray peace beyond all understanding on every person here. We thank you in the mighty name of Yahweh, and Yeshua, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. It is funny, isn't it? No one wants to go home. (laughs) That's what it's going to be like, guys. Those five, six-hour prayer nights. 
So we're two services on Sunday. Again, we'll see you on Sunday. Have a good night.